Welcome to Conversations That Matter, where we ask questions, explore topics, and shine a light on what's truly important. Hello, I'm Steve McNall of Now Media Group, and I'm here with West Kelowna City Councilors Jason Zelke and Stephen Johnson. Now, the City of West Kelowna has a mandate for vaccinations for its employees. Where do you stand on that, Jason? Well, first off, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I, I'm certainly opposed uh, to the mandate that was um, that was put in by the city of West Kelowna. Um, it wasn't uh, something that I believe in. I don't think it's uh, something that's helpful. Um, and I also am really disappointed to see people lose their jobs. People have been with the city for a long time and uh, have been asked, been, you know, been forced out of their job. So certainly I'm opposed to it. And, uh, you know, we weren't given the opportunity to publicly discuss that mandate it was a, a staff um it was a staff decision uh and you know certainly i respect staff's decision but uh there was no opportunity to discuss it publicly and it was all really done behind uh behind closed doors so Stephen, kind of launching off of that when did the mandate come into effect and do you know how many employees maybe didn't comply and are now on unpaid leave I believe the first uh, the first dose had to be in by December 4th, and then the mandate fully went into effect on January 4th. Uh, I'm not sure of the exact numbers. I know there were definitely a handful of staff that were affected by the mandates. And uh, yeah, I also, it should be no surprise, I, was no, I wasn't a supporter of that decision, though it was not ours to make. It was an administrative decision. And I just think that with the tools we have in place, with social distancing, with plexiglass, with uh, hygienic standards that we have uh, today with hand sanitization and, and all of the policies and procedures along with the option to pursue rapid testing. I think there were options that we could have used that I would have pers uh, personally uh, preferred to see us go that way. Um, but again, that wasn't, that wasn't the council's decision to make. So being against a vaccine mandate for employees is different from being anti-vax or anti-mask. Do you want to divulge personally if you're anti-vax or anti-mask or if you're actually vaccinated? We'll start with you, Jason. Well, I, I think, you know, thanks for the question. I, and I think it's a, you know, it's an excellent one. And, and I don't think asking that question is really helpful in any regard. I mean, it really continues to further isolate people, whether you're vaccinated or you're not. I'm, I'm not anti-vax at all. And I, in fact, I believe in it. I think it does help and it does save lives. Um, but what we know is that it doesn't um, you know, reduce the spread and, you know, it doesn't stop the, the spread of transmission. So it's certainly, um, you know, it, it's vital that, you know, people who need it should get vaccinated. So I, I'm certainly in support of the science is there. It's very clearly there, but it's another thing to, to force that decision onto people, um, not anti-mask and, you know, in any regard either. And, you know, I think those are important measures to keep people safe. However, you know, when you've, when you've forced it and you've coerced people and then you've, you've made it not a choice anymore, that's when, you know, it becomes somewhere where I have to say no to that. And I can't get, I can't support that any further. Stephen, the same question for you. Yeah, thank you. No, and I agree. I, I think the conversation has to morph from from this vaccine dominant um, thing to just more of uh, we need to look at the harm that's being done with the the mandates in general. So it's not just about a vaccine mandate; it's about mandates in general and that the, the harm that that's having on on us. And I think we're going to get into that a little bit more. So I'll, I'll kind of leave my comments on that for now. But no, I certainly, I, I'm not anti any of those things. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm for people's 
right. I think we need to get respect back into the conversation. We we need to be able to respect the humanity of those that may disagree with one another. And that's an important thing that we have to get back to. So, Stephen, why speak up now? Why didn't you speak up maybe before the vaccine, vaccine mandate came into effect at the city of West Kelowna? And maybe some people had to lose their jobs because of it. So... Um, you know, it's this is definitely not the first time I've I've spoken up. Um, I've I've certainly um, there's been a lot of conversations behind the scenes where, at a council level or through emails or just networking privately to try to bring awareness to the fact that some of these mandates are, are really causing harm, an undue harm to our mental health, our businesses, um, just our people. They're hurting, and so. Um, you know, I, I had actually written a letter to the school board um, back in October that was published in December. So uh, it should come as no surprise to people that I'm, I'm, I'm not a supporter of these restrictive mandates. I think they're harming, harming us and harming our communities. So, Jason, what's the motivation now? What message do you want to get across to people? Well, great. You know, thanks for that. It's important. And there's no time like the present. And, you know, I think, you know, I, if I would have, you know, looked at myself in the mirror and said, I would have loved to come, you know, out, you know, a little bit more boldly, you know, sooner. Um, but you know, I, I didn't, and here I am today and I've been trying to quietly fight behind closed doors. And I felt like that voice was just continually being marginalized and just wasn't being listened to. And so, you know, this, this is the opportunity to, to share my thoughts in a public setting. And I was elected by my community, um, because I represent young families, um, you know, and I have a young family and those are the people that are being affected very, very greatly, you know, by all the mandates and all the lockdowns. And so their voice needs to be heard and it's really not being heard. They're, they're the ones that are, are struggling you know, in a, in a massive way, you know, marriages are hurting, hurting, families are broken, they're having to make really hard decisions in a really difficult season of life. And it's putting a lot of pressure on the family unit. And, and I really want to restore that hope. And so, you know, that's why it needs to be said now that, you know, these things need the lockdowns need to stop the mandates need to stop so we can restore hope in our society in our communities and amongst our families. So what kind of a reopening do you envision? What would you like to see? Well, I'm certainly no, you know, health professional, but, you know, as today they announced uh, in the UK that the, the vaccine uh, mandates and the mask mandate is officially over starting tomorrow. So, I mean, I'm not saying that's what we should do, but what I am saying that there are other countries, including the UK, who have just announced it as recently as this morning, um, who have said this, this is over. Um, we're stopping it. It doesn't mean that people can't wear masks or shouldn't wear masks or shouldn't get vaccinated. That's not what we're saying at all. What we're saying is that we can reopen life and we don't need to force people to get a vaccine. We don't need to force people to wear a mask, um, you know, in, when they don't necessarily need to. They certainly can, and it can still be recommended. But it's one thing to show your passport somewhere. It's another thing to wear your mask somewhere, to be forced to do that. It's another thing to voluntarily do that. And I think that is, that is the huge difference that we're talking about and so that we can, you can, we can end this. So let's be specific then. What, what would you like to see? No mandatory mask, no mandatory vaccine passport. Yeah, and for for I mean, you know, I'm I'm really here to fight for the marginalized people who and the people who've lost their job. You know, all the people that have been forced out of their job, who you know who aren't able to work any longer because of the the mandatory vaccine. Those people need to be restored. They 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 need to go back, be able to go back to their jobs. Um, and that's the first and foremost. They, they just have to do that. It's going to help our economy. It's going to help the healthcare system. It's going to help every system in place because we have a fragile system. And when you lose a few people, 100 people, 1,000. 
thousand people, it, it makes it really broken. So those people need to get back to where they're working for, uh, get back to their jobs. And then, you know, then we can remove the things like the passports. So we can move the, you know, the mask and those things can come down there, but people need to get back to work and their jobs. Stephen, coming out now and saying what you have for the two of you, do you expect any backlash? I, you know, perhaps, but I'm going to actually answer the same question that you asked Jason first. So, you know, for me, what I hope to see is, is an actual end to the mandates. Um, so I think we need to, we need to work hard again to rebuild the hope and unity within our communities because we have been hurting and it's been, we've been broken for some time now. And, and, you know, the mental health issues we're seeing, the struggle that our local businesses are having, uh, the effects that it's having on families, relationships, neighbors, children, like these are at the hands of these restrictive measures and these mandates. So we do need to see an end to them. And as, as, as Jason had said, there's, there's things in place that can allow us to operate in society normally again. We're respecting what's going on and keeping us safe. Um, I, I even noted today that there was uh, Pfizer's coming out with a, a pill for, as a treatment for, for COVID. And so there's, there's these options that are open to us and we need to end the mandates and the restrictions. Um, as far as backlash, do I, do I think there will be some? Sure. I, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I've had people say to me, uh, you know, to, to oppose what mandates the province puts in place will be akin to political suicide or, or the end of, of your career in politics. You know, I've, I've been told this is a David and Goliath scenario and Goliath always wins, so don't get in the way. Um, you know, I've, I've heard people say things like, we know where the money comes from, so we're just not going to really say much. And, and I think all of that is, it's just too bad. And I think people, these are good people, but people have kind of lost their way in some way or another along this journey. And we have to get back to the way things were. It's imperative for, for our nation and for our democracy, it, for our children. The world, like I have two children. The, and I think a lot of politicians would tell you that we do what we do to leave the world a better place than we found it. And so I want to ensure that that legacy or that world that my children inherit has the same access to opportunities, freedoms, um, just that I had growing up, and even more in the future. So I think the end to these mandates are, are super important. So backlash, maybe a little, um, and that's okay. You know, I know it's an election year, and a lot of people say, well, are you, you know, afraid of speaking out in the fear of reprisal? And the answer is no. Like, you know, I believe in doing what's right, regardless of the cost. And so I'm very confident and comfortable in myself and in that decision. And so I'm, I'm not worried about backlash. So do you think you have more than enough support to get reelected? You know, I'll put my name out there and if people want me, they can, they can have me. Uh, and if not, then that's okay too. That's, that's how democracy works. What does your gut tell you though? I think there's people that are supportive. And Jason? Uh, yeah, no, it's it's a great, it's a great question. I mean, I don't know what my future holds, but I certainly know that you know I was elected for a reason. You know, you don't always know why. You know, I always kind of question. I believe God elected me. I was elected for a reason, and you know, I feel this is the very strong reason why I was elected to stand up for those people that I was referring to. You know, the families, the young people in our community who who aren't 
you know, aren't being allowed to speak or their voices aren't really being heard. So, you know, those are the people that I'm, I'm representing, um, you know, amongst all the other people that have voted for me. Um, so whether they want to vote for me again, that's up to them. But I know that I'm, I'm here representing them regardless of a re-election. That doesn't even think about that's you, you should make decisions based on what's good for your community and what's good for the whole, not whether you want to get reelected. I'm not here to please people. I'm here to do what's right. And that I stand by that firmly. Are you running for re-election? I don't know. I, I, you know, again, I don't know what the future holds. Um, so that only time will tell that. To wrap up, as soon as tomorrow, if you could get what you wanted and what you feel is right for the community and the province and the country, what would you do as far as mandates go? Let's be specific. Um, yeah, starting today, I mean, number one, I, I, people need to be restored back to their jobs. Anybody who's had to leave their job for, for the reason of a mandatory vaccine need to be restored immediately. Um, you know, that's just number one, absolutely. The passport system, when it expires on January 31st, needs to be uh, removed. Um, it can still be optional, but it cannot be mandatory. And shortly after that, the mask mandate. Um, so, you know, one, two, three in short order, I think can be certainly done. We've seen it done in other countries in the UK, again, just recently. Um, but, you know, what, why? But the why behind that is that you, we, we need to restore hope. You know, we need to stop the isolation. We need to stop the division that's happening and the hate. And, and you know, where is the love? And it's so important that these go away because we, we there is an opportunity to restore. We haven't gone too far. If we continue down this road, we, 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 we can go too far. This can stop. We can restore our communities back to the way they once were. And, you know, it, it, it will be you know, it will be back, um, you know, and so I'm here to fight for those people who've been marginalized, who've been isolated, and um, and that's why I'm here today. And Stephen, as soon as today or tomorrow, what would you like to see happen? Uh, same thing, and, and I like that phrasing uh, with one, two, three. I think we need to, as as the, the vaccine passport's set to expire, let it go. I think we need to drop the restrictive measures, you know. Um, there's been a lot of divisive language that has come uh, from the mouths of our leaders and, and that communication is it's disheartening so we need to see um, people start to hold to account our leaders uh, a lot more so we need to see honesty openness transparency accountability uh, and it's our duty to do that um, and I mean you should expect that of me as a local leader too um, and you know the 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 more that we pursue mandates and restrictive measures, the greater the grip the pandemic has on us and our country, and the harder it is to find our way back to meaningful recovery. So it isn't too late, and but now is the time, and we need to, we need to begin to, as a unified voice, come together and demand more um, from our leaders. And, and I think that's super important because that, that does make waves as we're in an election year. Um, you can see that effect like the the people do have a lot of influence and say over what the elected officials do and think because you're the ones who re-elect them and so we need to hold them to account and we will see changes I, I believe personally in the in the case of the gym mandates coming off i do believe while it was said that there was no influence by those that have resisted and and stood up for kind of what they believed. I, I, I don't believe that's true. I actually do think that it made a difference. And I think when people speak up and we can get unified and we can rebuild hope in this community, we're going to see a lot of great things come in the future. And I'm excited for it. So the two of you had made your point of view quite clear today. What can the electric do or the general public do if they agree with you or even if they don't agree with you? How do they make their voice heard? 
you know, we have a lot of uh, platforms available to us in the, the modern day and age. So I think all of us have a social network or five that we could hop on and sort of just start to be championing that same chorus, if that's what you believe. Uh, and I think that's important. And, you know, you can write to your local MLAs, your MPs, your mayor and council. Um, you can cut, get the message out that way. I know there's you know, there's so many petitions going around right now. It's almost a little bit discombobulated. There's just so many people saying the same thing, but at different times and in different ways. Uh, there's the, the the trucking convoy that's set to take off this this Sunday. So there's a lot of ways to get involved if if and have your voice heard, if that's what you choose. Um, and I think hopefully by a few people stepping out and saying, you know, it's okay to talk openly. We live in a country where this is okay. This is allowed. And I really appreciate you guys um, having a conversation openly and honestly with us because it's it's just a, such an important part of who we are as Canadians. And so just embrace that. Uh, be a little less Canadian if you want to as well. We don't have to always be so polite. So um, yeah, I think I think there's plenty of ways to get involved. And if certainly if people are uh, wondering how, they can always they can always reach out. Jason, do you think the narrative has changed enough over the last couple of months that this is the time to to make that change and to demand those changes if you want it? Yeah, I mean, you know, certainly. I, I think this is this is the time. I mean, you know, other other as I said, other countries have have, have already removed the mandate. I mean, the USA has, has had it removed for, for a long, long time, and they've they've hardly had it, and, and life has moved on very much. So, and so, yep, the time is now, and I think we're all ready. And you know, everyone's ready. We're all tired. We're fatigued. You know, we're we're all broken, and we're we want to move forward when we don't really even know how. Um, but this is this is the way how this is the way forward to remove the mandates and and move on with life. That's a great place to leave it. Thanks for joining us today, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. If you have any topics you would like to hear a conversation on, email us at podcasts at nowmediagroup.ca.